When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. In studio joining me tonight, former Gopher, former Pittsburgh Steelers receiver Mel Anderson, who founded Youth and Families Determined to Succeed 20 years in existence now. Congratulations, Mel. Thanks for coming to the studio. How you been, man? Man, I've been good, man. I appreciate the invite and appreciate the uh, time. Yeah, absolutely. You're rocking your golden gopher stuff. And the funny thing about it, the first thing that Mel said when he walks in the studio is, man, I haven't been here since the 80s and Sid Hartman was interviewing me. Ain't that something? Man, that's been a, quite a while. And <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few decades, but, you know, Sid is a well-known guy around here and. You know, and Sid, there's the good and the bad, but, you know, it's all the good. But Sid, you know, he had a good insight with the Gophers. He was really in our locker rooms every day, and he was really attached to the hip with Coach Holtz at the time. And, you know, he did some good coverage on us guys. Yeah, so so now, now just to recap, you played for – what all coaches did you play for at the University of Minnesota? You know, I'm one of them guys who had three head coaches at the University. Uh, uh, Smokey Joe Salem, as mm-hmm. they call him, as a freshman – Coach Lou Holtz came in and tucked, and then also John Goodikins, who finished the job. So I was yep. able to survive three head coaches and still was able to uh, start for four years and break a few records and be able to make an impact and leave my impression on the university. All right, so before we're done, I got some football stuff I want to get into uh, with you here because, uh, you know, you, you represent Pittsburgh. You know, Mel's from, from, from Pittsburgh, so I got to ask him a few uh, NFL questions and, and maybe even a few couple of uh, college questions. But uh, specifically, you're here tonight. Youth and Family is Determined to Succeed. That is the, um, the, the foundation that you started. Talk about your program being, first off, 20 years in, phenomenal job there. But tell the world and tell everybody listening to WCCO what you guys are all about. You know, I'm going to make one correction. This year starts our 25th year. Oh, quarter, 25th. Okay. A quarter century of, of of just providing pathways to success and generational change for youth uh, in this uh, in, in the cities and not just the inner city, but youth all around. We don't mm-hmm. turn anybody away. We believe in diversity and inclusion. And we have youth and families that come from, from, from Minneapolis, St. Paul, in the suburbs, and it's really one that, you know, it's the same old story with our organization is that we've had 90% of our kids go to college over 17 years. And that's not an easy thing to do. Mm. And we maintain that status to this day. And it's really about my story. We're one college scholarship from Pittsburgh to the University of Minnesota uh, gave me the platform to start three businesses and for all three of my kids to go on and play Division One football. And at the same time, all three of my kids has a business. Mm. So it's, it's, it's generational change, and that's what we're doing with the youth that come through our program. It's about creating that generational change 
and and real outcomes. You know, I, I don't want to ever talk about well, we've seen a thousand kids and they all said they feel better because they went through a program. I want to tell you about the the the, the fifty one kids we have in college right now who's on pathways to success. I want to yeah. talk about the twelve uh, youth that young young adults, I should say, that graduated back in May. So we have them coming in and out of college. So every year we always got 50 to 55 kids in college. And it's not just, you know, we have the dynamic programming. Uh, it's called Pathways to Success. That includes leadership and life skill programming, college prep. And then we have our fabulous uh, nationally ranked track and field program. But collectively, we're able to prepare kids for college, not just athletically, but socially and emotionally, because a lot of kids go to college, but can they manage the stress and manage the big universities and being able to develop that the interpersonal skill set is the mm-hmm. key to success. Yeah, you know, one of the things, and I'm glad you brought that up, because when I went away uh, to college uh, back in 91, I went to Morehouse, and there were so many, you know, young people that ended up going there. Um, and when I say going, I'm talking about to college. The first thing that they told us when we got to Morehouse and we're up in the, uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. Chapel, they said, look to your left, look to your right. Because I'm telling you right now, by next semester and by the end of the school year, some of the people ain't going to be there. So that support system that you guys provide for the students, that's so impactful and meaningful. Well, yeah, you know, we're, we're dealing with a, a, I call it Generation Y. And I call it yogurt. <laughs> and when I say that is our kids. Why is that? Because well, I call they, these kids nowadays, man, they're yogurt soft. There's, there's layers of softness. <laughs> it's gooey. It's, it's, it's everlasting that we have to be really intentional in teaching and, and, and inspiring them to, A, be great, but giving them the skill set to deal with societal changes that they have to deal with now. You know, this online bullying and so on and so forth. We old school, man. Sticks and stones may break my bone, but if you don't put your hands on me, we don't have a problem. Yeah, But yeah. not these days. These days, you know, what they see online and things of that nature. So we try to give the kids those tools to power through to be themselves and yeah. be who you are from Pittsburgh. We hear about mental health all the time. Well, it's, it's – well, but, but I'm saying like like we talk about bullying and, 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 and kids not being as, as, as maybe as rough and rugged or as tough, whatever, but that goes into all of that. Oh, no questions. I mean, the mental health piece is, 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 is serious, yep. you know, and it's real. But, you know, and, and, and it's, it's, a, it's complicated, but it's a combination of a lack of self-confidence and who you are. And then there's a spiritual gap, you know, that you can't lean on through those hard times and then where this mental health comes in. But also with us, with our track program, you go run that 400. If you go run that 400 all out, there ain't nothing you can't do in life that makes you tough. So, you know, there's different aspects of our pro, of our program and organization that helps the kids to, great, to develop those skill sets to really thrive in life. And it's about being great, you know, and it's really about underachievement. I mean, we have a lot of youth now, and we don't have to always, Henry, always focus where all the funding is. You know, with our organization, you know, we have some unique programs that's not really – funded by a lot of grants because mm-hmm. the grants, you know, there's pigeonhole to do this and do that. Well, I'm yep. going to do what I know that works yep. and I'm going to live on that and, and, and let God continue to bless us. But at the same time, we have to be able to provide the youth with these resources and these tools that really work because my point was saying is, can we also focus on the marginalized kid who's underachieving? Why is all the funding going to the kid who's coming out of juvenile center, who's coming out of jail. How about we prevent that? You know, it's interesting. There's a lot of programs out here now getting funded. That's they call them disruptors. 
you know, folks walking the streets, and there's a role for everybody. But I want to call it. I'm I'm a preventer. I'm gonna prevent that mm. kid from going down that wrong path. I'm gonna prevent that kid from underachieving. I'm gonna help that kid get into college or junior college, where that is, so they can have opportunity to be great in this ever evolving world. Yep. All right, we're talking to Mel Anderson from uh, Youth and Families Determined to Succeed. The website is yfds.org. The website, again, is yfds.org. All right, so 25 years, I stand corrected, 25 years in. Tell me how you got started. Like, like what was your first why? You said, I want to get to doing this because of what? It, it came back to my story. And, and it started as a track program before it evolved into this leadership life skill and obesity program that we also do. And, again, I thought it was just this simple, which is still, is I'm going to help Johnny get a scholarship, go to college, and then he should be able to become successful, raise his kids the right way, then their kids raise their kids the right way, and we create a simple formula of creating generational success mm-hmm. and generational health and wellness and fitness and, it's, and we're, we're creatures of behaviors and habits. And through our organization, we really like to start with kids at 8, 9, 10. We start out early at 7, and, and 60% of those who start out 8, 9, 10 stay with our organization too. They're sitting in the dormitory room. And this is how we change behavior. We have a model that I can change the hardest of the hard knucklehead in 24 months. Excuse me, 12 months. And that's about the full experience. That's about... The, the, it's connecting the dots of the leadership life skill type of development. It's also involving them in the track program, but it's also like the young man we're talking about, Gerard Hughes. Yep. And I'm talking about the full experience. And this is where, you know, our model doesn't fit every grant and where a lot of sponsorship and individual donors really make up the difference because I got to take a kid like Gerard out to New York because he has that skill set to go to Nike National, which he won. I got to be able to take a Gerard Hughes and a lot of others out to Maryland to an international track meet where we're running against the Jamaicans and the Bahamians and the Canadians. Yep. And I got to send a Gerard Hughes and other kids out to Oregon to nationals that ultimately he made the U.S. junior team, the only high schooler, went out to Puerto Rico, jumped 25 feet, and became a world champion. And he beat everybody in the world, From the here, English, the British, you, yeah, the, the Jamaicans. Yeah. Exactly. But the point is, is it takes that full experience of flying. We got kids who's flying for the first time in their life, like me, coming to Minnesota is the first flight ever. Wow. We can't tell kids about it. We got to show them. They got to feel it. And while we're out of town at these big events, we're visiting colleges. This is what Morehouse looks like. This is the African-American History Museum every time we go out to Maryland. Yep. But if we really, and again, I'm going back to changing behavior in 12 months, this is the formula how we do that because we can't just tell them. We just can't mentor them. We got to show them. We got to spoil them. We got to, and we got to make them, you know, appreciate it. So yep. that's part of that formula. And again, it, it really, for us, hasn't become that difficult. It's easy because at our facility, I have a wall of fame with over 400 kids on there and what college they went to. And when I bring a parent and kids into there, it's like, look, just follow the blueprint. I'm going to get your kid on the wall, and I'm going to be telling somebody else's story 25 years from now. Got to respect that. And, and by the way, for the listening audience, if you don't know who I'm talking about, Gerard Hughes Jr. 
is um, a star in, in the world of track and field right now. Uh, he's the best. Is you said uh, is it long jumper? He's the number one long jumper in the world. He he won the world championship U twenty. So he's he's Olympic bound next year. Yeah, you know we and he know, goes to Irondale. He goes to Irondale right now. He's at the University of Mississippi. He's got full ride off. And then you know let's let's talk about the economics of the program and the investment. When I talk about the return on investment of our organization, three thousand dollars a year. I can able to give that full experience to a Gerard that now is turning into a two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollar full scholarship, mm. and that's that's what it's about. Coming out of school with less debt, you're set up to succeed. Not coming out of school with all this debt, and Gerard is an anomaly. I mean, we have many kids who's on that level, but you know, it's it's not about if you get a full ride. It's about get to college, get some of it paid for, and then now we're set up for that generational transition to success. All right. Can you uh, hold through a commercial break and we come back and we talk a little bit more? We can do that, sir. All right, let's do that. Mel Anderson joining us in studio, the the organization again. Youth and families determined to succeed. He's going to join us for one more segment here on The Lake Show. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. Mel Anderson hanging out with me, former gopher, former NFL football player, founded Youth and Families Determined to Succeed. They've been in business for 25 years, and hopefully they'll be in business for a lot longer than that, 25 more years, even beyond that, even when we're long gone. All right, I do want to ask you before we get out of here um, a, a couple of football questions as it relates to here locally, and then I want to, uh, you know, I want to broaden it out. Let's 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 go national first because we got NFL postseason going on right now, and I wanted Pittsburgh to win. They they weren't able to do it. And you're from Pittsburgh, okay? You're from Pittsburgh. Exactly. Uh, play. I mean, what was that like playing for the Steelers? You know, um, I, that's got to be that's got to be a weird thing, man. And not weird in a in a bad way, but like crazy that the team that you grew up loving and watching, you end up playing for. Man, you know, that was just really one great experience. You know, though I played there for a year and being able to actually play with three Steelers I grew up, Donnie Shell, Mike Webster, and John Starworth, and, and, oh. and the legendary Chuck Noll. 
And, again, I grew up with these guys on my wall. And, you know, they're still are fans. We're a little bit different, you know, them six Super Bowls, you know, all that success. <laughs> it's been a long time, though. He would have thrown it in the Vikings' face, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's six, but, you know, it's been a while. We're still looking. But, you know, just such a great experience to go back home and be able to to be able to live out that dream that we always had, you know, whether it was long or short. Mm-hmm. But, again, like I was telling you offline, to see my kids follow the footsteps, my son play for the Badgers, he played for the Washington Commanders. Both of my daughters ran track at the University of Connecticut, and like I was telling you, my oldest daughter uh, ran on the 4 by one Pan Am team. You know, so, again, that greatness, that, 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 that same model that I'm trying to duplicate, replicate, went through my family, so I know it's successful. You know, but it's it's about how do we build scale? When you say 25 years from now, that's what I'm working on now, building yeah. that scale, the staffing, the, 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 the support system, the infrastructure. You know, our ultimate goal right now, one of our visions is developing an indoor facility for track and sports and, 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 and leadership and life skill so that we can just bring it all together and be able to impact hundreds of more, not just 100 a, kid, a year, but how do we get to that 1,000 mark? How do we send, instead of 12 kids to high school every year, I mean college, how do we send 100? You know, I, I'm not going to talk about this kid who's going to go to college in, in 2080, 2050. I'm going to talk about this kid who's going to go to college over the next two, three years. Yeah. And that's what we do. We have something really special that's been working, and a lot of it feeds down from my experiences in the NFL, at the University of Minnesota and really building off of those strengths and that, and that resiliency because it ain't easy out there. Yeah. How many kids um, have come through your program? Man, you know, that's a good number. I can it, – it, Just a rough, it, rough or, estimate. I mean, we average 150 to 200 kids a year. Okay. You know, that's so you put that. That's but a lot, a lot of them kids. stick with us for six, seven, eight years, so it's kind of hard to say that number. Yeah. You know, but, but, but we can tell you that, we again, we're averaging – we got 51 kids in college right now. We got about 12 going to graduate this May, and we're going to have another 14, 15 going in. And that's what really counts. It's about outcomes, man. We we got to do something. Nothing's changing because we're not funding changes. We're not supporting change. We're just supporting process. We need to find these diamonds in the rough like our organizations and others and stand behind them and see, well, how can I help build that capacity? Because I'm, I'm going to put it like this. We're on the front lines for you. All those listeners, I really want to see change. I really want to do something. I don't have the time or that's not what we do. But that's when you got to support what we do because we're on the front lines and going to be on the front lines to yep. make that change. Yep. And, and, and then we all benefit from it, and then we all continue our blessings. All right, so, so, so with that being said, people out there listening right now, and they are loving everything that you're saying. They're like, you know what, I want to support Mel. I, I, want, to, I, want, I want to reach out. I want, I want to you know, maybe donate. I want to do something for youth and families determined to succeed. How can they do that? Uh, simply go to the website, yfds.org. You know, and it's just not about the, the funding. We also host three major community events. We're hosting a community event this year with like 900 kids, a regional track meet. We're looking for volunteers. Mm-hmm. We're also looking for people to come in and do workshops with our life skills program. We like the bankers to come in and finance people to talk about what that looks like. We have to prepare our kids for this new world. And it just, it keeps evolving and we don't know what's going to happen in the fall. So then we got to really prepare for how things again mm-hmm. will continue to evolve, but if we don't take care of our kids who will. And I'm glad that you said that because I think that a lot of people, when they hear about donating or giving back, they think economically, right? 
man, everybody don't have a lot of money, right? So we understand that, but there's other ways that you can help. Well, that and then what I would also say, and, and, and this is the challenge we have with our alumni, is we 25 years in. You know, a $25 a month goes a long way. Yeah. If we want to really say, well, I can't really go all in, but 25 months, $25 a month is one little dinner that I didn't do, you know, or 250 or anything with a 25 we're looking for this year. But again, it goes a long way. A lot of politicians raise money off of $10, $10 a That's month true. or whatever that I've is. I've seen but, a lot of it on, online. But it's about making a commitment and 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 not saying, "Well, I can give five when you can give twenty-five. I'm gonna give twenty-five when I give a hundred. Hey, do what your heart is saying, and then also look at the real in- outcomes. Yeah. All right. So I gotta ask you this: Who you got winning it all this year in the National Football League? Woo. Well, I know who it ain't. They ain't gonna be my Steelers. You know, I'm I'm gonna have to ride or die with Baltimore. I think they got that package this year. I think uh, Lamar's on a mission from what happened last year, and they're in our conference, so we're going to go ahead and back up and support that. But ultimately, man, we'll see. I ain't, I ain't putting no money on nobody. All right. Were you surprised at any of the results that we saw here last weekend? Did any, any of the games surprise you at all? Because I, I, I personally, um, I knew that they were struggling, but I didn't think it was going to be that bad for Philadelphia. They just, man, at the end of it, they just were done. They right. got cooked at the end of the year. Well, them, Cleveland, Dallas, you can throw them all in the same box. Yeah, Dallas. But you know what? It's, 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 a, it's a different time where nobody's intimidated by anybody, and it's on that given day and a few calls here and there that, that makes a difference. But at the end of the day, it's about who's the healthiest and who's the consistent. And I'm going to go back to this because I consider myself a great coach. It comes down to coaching. When you got the talent, it comes down to coaching and scheming, and that really brings the, the cream to the top. All right, final question for you, and then we'll let you go. And I, I appreciate your time tonight and coming in studio. What was your 40 time? Because you just look fast, Mel. Well, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I was a 4-3-5 guy, and as I tell my kids, I still run 10-9 and 100. You know, 4-3-5? 4-3-5. My son's 4-3-7. I don't even you know, know what 4-3-5 look like. We, we, <laughs> hey, we develop speed, and that's what we do, but – you know, it's, it's, and I will say this on that note real quick. And this is where a lot of parents have to understand if they have these dreams of their kids going to high school and college and playing football. And as I do college recruiting is if you don't have the size, the, the ideal size and you got to be ultra fast. Well, my son, who was 5'10, but it, but we went out to Michigan to the Nike combine. He ran a 437. We got four offers that week. So, you know, just talking to that parent of a kid who wants aspirations to do this level, Minnesota's ranked number 51 in the country in Division One college football signings. Mm. And that's because folks is not being strategic. You have to develop the talent. You can't just go by with the high school coach. And I ain't saying nothing negative, yep. but you have to work on your own individual talent and speed and then be strategically and find the right combines and the right camps. That's how you connect the dots to success. That's what I did with my kids, and it was proven to be right. You you, you, you got to find a way because Minnesota fit, ranked number 51 in the country. But I'll tell you this. There's a lot of Tyler Johnson. There's a lot of Division One athletes in Minnesota. You can't tell me 12 Division One kids every year. It's all about individual development, and then it's all about coaching. Yep. 
Hey, check out the website, yfds.org. Once again, yfds.org. That is youth and families determined to succeed, and his name is Mel Anderson. Hey, Mel, thanks for coming to the studio, hanging out, man. I appreciate it, and just everybody have a good evening, and, and, and God bless. Absolutely. That's Mel Anderson joining us here on The Lake Show. All right, we'll take a break. We'll hit the weather with the meteorologist Paul Douglas, and after that we'll talk Minnesota Viking. Well, not Minnesota Viking because we're done. We'll talk NFL football with Matthew Collar from Purple Insider. He joins us next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks again to Mel Anderson for joining us in studio tonight. Former Gopher, former Pittsburgh Steeler. I mean, I told Matthew Collar earlier today that we were going to switch this up a little bit. And he was going to talk fashion tonight. So I do wonder what his top designers are in his wardrobe. Matthew? Well, let's see. Uh, you got uh, you got your Target. And, uh, you know, I got a, a couple of Brooks Brothers uh, polo shirts. Wait, what from Target? Like, Target doesn't have the, – the line isn't Target. Well, I have no idea what it's called, <laughs> but whatever they have at Target. So if I need, like, uh, basketball shorts. <sighs> or uh, you know some socks, uh, Nike. I got Nike. Oh, a lot Nike. of stuff. Nike, Nike a, a hat, lot. Nike socks, and it, and it helps me play golf just like Tiger and Rory. Actually, a, a lot of a lot of Nike from Target. Okay, all right. I didn't even know that there was a lot of like Nike stuff at Target. I, I thought it was more like Champion and and stuff like that. But not, not to, and I'm not trying to disrespect Champion at all. I'm just you know, I'm just saying, just saying. No, I just mean that, like, if you're asking me the if I'm if I need something, if I'm gonna go buy something, I'll probably go to Target and get whatever brand. It doesn't matter. And if not, if it's something like socks where I have a preference, then I'm gonna get Nike. Got you. All right. How would you how would you um, how would you evaluate last weekend's games before we even looked forward to to this weekend's games? Because last weekend I didn't like the um, I, I I thought the games were just yeah. They were just they were bad. They were blowouts. The only game of the weekend that I truly looked at and I said, uh, this is something I can I can get with was the Rams Detroit because it was a tight game. Yeah, it was weird because they were not good games and yet they had big ramifications. Uh first of all being, you know, obviously the Dallas Cowboys losing to the Green Bay Packers the way that they did. I mean, for us, that's the definitive uh oh, Jordan Love is actually very good football game. No longer can Vikings fans live in the, hey, maybe he's having just a good couple of weeks. Like, no, that guy's good. <laughs> uh, and he throttled uh, Dallas and played an excellent football game there. And also the same thing with C.J. Stroud and the way that he played for the Texans is, I mean, that Texans team is for real. And uh, Cleveland, like, what's even next for them? You know, there, there were a lot of uh, feelings that came along with the results, but there weren't a lot of great games. Um, but also, you know, with Detroit uh, being able to beat a really good Los Angeles Rams team after a game that Matt Stafford was masterful. I mean, Matthew Stafford put on a tremendous performance. It came one throw short. Maybe there was some pass interference there. And, uh, you know, Detroit gets to go on and now play the Bucks. Uh, and talking about ramifications, like the Bucks beating the Philadelphia Eagles, and now the Eagles are looking around going, wait a minute. You know, Jalen Hurts is about to get very expensive, and we kind of fell apart down the stretch, and now their coaching staff is under pressure. Uh, they lost their offensive and defensive coordinator last year to getting hired, and now are they as much of a sort of dynastic team as they kind of looked like 
they would be last year, but now they've got they've got problems suddenly. So it's amazing how much one round of playoffs can shape what we think of franchises. Matthew Kyle from uh, Purple Insider joining us here on the Late Show on the Good Neighbor. How good is CJ Stroud? Because this kid, man, he um, that the it factor, he's got it. Yeah, I mean, he's he's special for sure. And, you know, we saw that from him in college when they played against Georgia, and nobody had done anything to Georgia's defense in like two years. And C.J. Stroud was at, within one drive or one stop from his defense of beating them, and that was kind of his like, hey, everybody, I should be a top-five draft pick type of moment and came in, and I think that the belief was that he was inheriting a really bad roster and a terrible situation. But it turned out that they hired a great coach who hired a great offensive coordinator uh, and that some of their receivers were probably always good but playing with uh, bad you know, quarterback play like Nico Collins. And, and so it all kind of came together. But none of it happens without his arm talent and without the brain that's inside that kid because you know he, he had a lot of schemed open throws and things like that in that game. But when you can put as much on him as the offensive coordinator has, As a rookie, I I was listening to two other players on a podcast for the Colts, and they were talking about how Stroud already does all this stuff in the pocket that you would expect from five- or six-year veterans. And, you know, you can uh, be snarky about the S2 test and the stuff that came out last year, but the Texans clearly were not fooled by that, picked the number two. It's the dream scenario uh, because there's no development more needed. Like, this guy is already a star quarterback, and it's not just the arm talent – but also the leadership, he is so mature. I mean, it's ridiculous when you hear him talk and you think, well, this is a 30-year-old quarterback, and instead he's like 22 years old. It's, it's kind of incredible. I mean, they've got everything that they could have hoped for, and that team has the foundation to build for many years to come. They, the only problem is that they're in the AFC, and they're going to have to face the, you know, the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and so forth for a long time. But that team is a very serious contender now because of him. NFL MVP this year is who? The MVP, that's, uh, I, I would probably say it's Lamar Jackson, but mm-hmm. I also think I also think it's a little unfair to Brock Purdy that his MVP candidacy died because he lost to Baltimore and had a bad game against them. Uh, that's kind of how it works. National TV games really shape the way we look at things. And, you know, you could talk about Brock Purdy and everything that he's got around him, and that's true. I also would love the list of NFL MVPs who have, terrible receivers, terrible coaching, terrible offensive line. They're not too many, right? Usually um, they have great coaching and great lines and everything else. So, you know, I look at it as from a statistical perspective, Brock Purdy had the best season of any quarterback, and quarterback is the most valuable position. But we can't deny that Lamar Jackson and the offense that they've put around him, combined with his playmaking and running skills, as far as total value, I think, to his team – is probably the most valuable player. So it should come down to them, but I think the way that Lamar ended the season and the fact that you know, Lamar ends this year with over 100 quarterback rating for a guy that can run the way that he can, I mean, that's just, that's just terrifying. So either one is fine with me, but I'd probably lean slightly toward Lamar. Baker Mayfield has played much better than anybody would have expected uh, this season and just really uh, it's been a bounce-back season for Baker Mayfield. Do you give the Buccaneers any chance of defeating the Detroit Lions this weekend in Detroit? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, first they have a very good defense that is run by a great defensive mind in Todd Bowles, 
uh, who is, uh, you know, I think done a, a great job with that defense this year. And really, I mean, the Eagles had no idea what hit them. Plus, look at their roster, Vita Vea, Antoine Winfield Jr. Like, they have dudes. We saw it when they played the Vikings. Their defense was a big problem for the Vikings offense. So that's one thing right away is if you can pressure Jared Goff, then you've got a chance. Uh, and on the offensive side, the Lions' defense is terrible. It's just absolutely horrific. I mean, Stafford was great, but Nick Mullins threw for 800 yards in two games against that team. I mean, they, they couldn't stop any receivers. And, hey, by the way, look what uh, Tampa Bay has. They have two great wide receivers and one of the best receivers of the last decade in Mike Evans. Well, that's what's given uh, Detroit hell over the last you know couple of weeks. But really, the whole season, they've, they've not covered anybody. So, uh, you know, Baker can do enough for sure. And I think what this shows you is that there are a lot of quarterbacks who are talented enough, but circumstance matters a lot, right? Like, are, like, is Baker Mayfield talented enough to win the Super Bowl? I don't think so. But is he talented enough to get to the playoffs, win a playoff game, and be dangerous? He is. He's kind of like having a Ryan Tannehill type of thing where, you know, when he finds the right circumstance and situation, uh, that his play is enhanced significantly from what he was before. All right, so now we've got a couple other games I want to get into. Um, Green Bay versus San Francisco. Um, Jordan Love, I said it before the year. I said it. I said to people at the fantasy draft when I drafted him, fantasy football, not that it really matters, but I just had a feeling that Jordan Love was going to be better than what people expected him to be. Um, he had a good first couple of weeks. Then he had like that two or three week time or like about a month where he just cause it was like, mm, whatever, growing pains, whatever. But he finished off the year strong and had a really good game last week. Um, I, I think that most people look at San Francisco and they feel like they're the best team maybe left remaining. But I just got a feeling like Green Bay going in there with all this confidence, like we got nothing to lose, that could be pesky. Yeah, I mean, and also their first round game was not very taxing. And, you know, I remember when the Vikings beat the Saints in overtime and then went out to San Francisco, that team was already gassed because they had played like 80 plays and it was loud and it was violent and all that I mean, the Packers were pulling some of their starters late in the game because they had just blown out the Cowboys so much. And I, I think that that helps for them. But, yeah, I mean, it, it really does come down to two things. I mean, Jordan Love against a 49ers defense that is really fantastic. It's the real deal. But he is so good at avoiding pressure and not taking negative plays and getting sacked. I was really shocked when I looked at his sack numbers, his turnover-worthy play numbers. And he is not playing like an inexperienced quarterback when it comes to that. He protects the ball quite well. So that's a, a big matchup there is just going against the violence of that defensive line and, and being able to get the ball out, not taking negative plays. And then, you know, the Packers defense just a couple weeks ago, we thought they were going to fire their defensive coordinator. And then suddenly they turned it around and played a lot better. But, man, Kyle Shanahan has made better men look ridiculous than Joe Barry. So, you know, I, I, I lean towards San Francisco, and here's the key factor for me for San Francisco. Christian McCaffrey was banged up, as all running backs are by the end of the year. He had two weeks to rest, to get to 100% healthy. Uh, I think they're a little too dangerous for Green Bay. But, look, I mean, if you're trying to cope and say, maybe it's just a lucky year for Jordan Love, uh, I think you're I think you're in trouble. I think it's going to be – Good quarterback play in Green Bay for uh, a long time to come. Final matchup for Matthew Cowler, Purple Insider here on The Lake Show. Uh, Kansas City versus Buffalo. That'll be the final game of the weekend on Sunday night. Uh, your thoughts on that particular matchup? 
I think we're blessed, man. We're blessed because every generation of football fans has their matchup, whether it's like Roger Stahlbach versus Terry Bradshaw or Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady or, you know, when I was growing up, Jim Kelly, Dan Marino or Aikman and Steve Young. This, this is that. I, I mean, this is of that caliber of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, the two best quarterbacks in the entire NFL and uh, them going at it in Buffalo. So Kansas City has to go on the road for the first time in the playoffs with Patrick Mahomes, which is insane, by the way. And uh, people who say that quarterback wins don't tell you anything. Well, I don't know. Not ever having to play a road playoff game with the greatest quarterback, that might, that might be correlated. But uh, uh, anyway, so, yeah, I mean, I mean this game – is all about whether Kansas City's defense, or I'm sorry, offense, can keep up what they've done the last couple weeks uh, with Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and that connection, and the receivers catching the ball. Rasheed Rice finding ways, you know, to get the ball in his hands and make plays. The Buffalo defense is down a couple of linebackers. That could be a, a huge thing, and you know, will weather be a factor and so forth? I mean, this this is just this is the game of the weekend. It could end up being the game of the entire playoffs. So I'm excited about that one. Man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I hope that Kansas City is able to pull it out just because of my connections there. Uh, but I'm assuming that you're pulling for <clears throat> Buffalo. I pull for I pull for football, Henry. That's what I pull for. I just want I just want great games. There's no chance that you're looking at Kansas City and Buffalo, and you're not having some sort of feeling about Buffalo. No chance. I no. You know, it's funny about that. Even though I come from there. They were so bad for most of my life. Doesn't that matter. I really, I really did not like take on the fandom for that team. I mean, for the people of Buffalo, I know so many fans who have been through it with that team. But I, I truly just want good football. <laughs> hey, great job, Matthew. Man, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Henry. All right, take care. That's Matthew Collar, Purple Insider. Check out his fine work at purpleinsider.com. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll wrap up this hour next. All right, thanks again to Matthew Collar, Purple Insider. Hey, real quick, I had a bunch of stuff I had to get accomplished and done today. And it involved a bunch of driving. While I was in the car, I was listening to Adam Carter earlier today. And since Jordana was out for the um, Dear jo- is it what is it, the um, Dear Jordana? Uh, Dear Jordana, yep. Yep. It was Jerry. It was Dear Jerry, and it was Jerry from Roseville. The texter here on the says, Henry, are you going to take Jerry's advice from this morning and contact the listener caller you haven't heard from in a while? No, that's who I'm talking about. That was Jerry. I'm pretty sure that that was Jerry, I thought, joining Adam Carter. I think. I could be wrong. Uh, controversial topic here coming up at the top of the hour. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.